to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks. I'm Kayfabe AJ. And I'm Kayfabe Focus. And this is Kayfabe Avenue. And tonight we're bringing you the AEW Dark Wrap-Up. And as always, week in and week out, AEW Dark gives you a lot of matches. There's a lot to unpack. So let's get straight into it, Focus. Let's run down the match card. What's the first match? So the first match we have the FTW champion, Brian Cage, and he's coming out with uh, Taz's son, Hook, and he's facing John Skyler, which is a brand a newcomer. Uh, he's been here a couple of weeks now, and uh, basically he's not got to get a, his first win here. Um, basically, um, Brian Cage... Basically, steamrolls steam him and just gives him. That's pretty much the best way you could have described this was a steamroll, straight up squash match. I don't even remember the opponent's name. There was really nothing memorable that I remember as far as the opponent doing. I didn't. I don't remember I don't any offense. Got any type of offense, and I, to tell you the truth, I mean, it was just domination after domination. As it should have been. God on the truth, Brian Cage is a, a huge dude. Act like it. And, you know, especially going into this rivalry with Darby Allen, he has to build up those, those you know, wins so he can look dominant. He has to build up that, that credibility. He needs to look like a monster. He needs to keep on. Especially considering he just lost his last match against Darby one-on-one. I think that what he, what he they should start doing is giving make him take on handicap matches. So, yeah. So, you know. Two people at once, stack them up. But he has this with a drill claw, which is a pretty devastating move. Um, I've seen a couple of people do it in AEW, but he does it with like a pile driver impact, so it looks really dope, really impactful. And yeah, squash match. Let's move on. All right, next match we have uh, Big Shotty Lee Johnson coming out with uh, Arn Anderson, and they're repping the Nightmare Family. And then we have Serpentico coming out with Blue Third, repping the Chaos Project. This was a pretty good match. I like the fact that uh, Lee Johnson is starting to gain momentum. You know, they're starting to put a little bit of uh, work behind them. They, they had Arn Anderson come out, even though he's still banned from the barbecue. Um, <laughs> he's definitely still banned but, for horrible management skills. But Lee Johnson, you know, it, it shows his growth. I mean, he's still far away from picking up the 29 wins to reestablish his credibility to everybody. But... You know, he's slowly getting there. I think this match with Serpentico was pretty good. And, you know, there's only to keep nothing but bright futures for... So, uh, who was the Big winner Shotty. Who was the winner of this match? Well, Big Shotty uh, picked up the win with the Blue Fender Bomb. And, you know, it was... it was What can I say? It was a great match. Well, he's, you know, like you said, he's starting to get his little run going. So, maybe he'll, you know, get that 29 to, you know, counterbalance the losses he took over the past year. But I got two things out of this match. One, the Nightmare family started to actually support their crew, which is shocking. You're still banned. And two, 
WWE, pay attention. This is how you book a Puerto Rican luchador without making him a stereotypical Mexican copycat. Take notes. So uh, good match overall. What's the next match? Next match we have Eddie Kingston versus J.D. Drake. And uh, J.D. Drake, this is his AEW debut. He was uh, wrestling in... uh, Evolve until WWE brought up brought up the promotion. He was one of the wrestlers that they decided not to uh, move forward to an uh, NXT. And uh, basically, this was a great roughneck match. Um, <laughs> lots of hard hitting chops, lots of uh, sloppy uh, moves, and everything coming from both of them. It looked like a real old school. 1980s uh, Southern match. You know. I feel like you need guys like this to make Eddie Kingston look like a technical god <laughs> in comparison. And um, I think the other guy was like the Ted Mosby of wrestling. Nothing much working, but the boots pulling them off. <laughs> he yeah. had the red cowboy boots I on. Like, I, like, I like the fact that uh, he was able to do a moonsault and everything and uh <laughs> So, yeah, for a you know pretty huge guy himself. And, and, and then he also did a cannonball when uh, Eddie Kingston was in the corner, and uh, you know Eddie Kingston that is Eddie Kingston. You know he just uh, does his spinning back fist, and uh, he picks up the win. Yeah, he did that move so fast. I thought it was a straight up regular punch. Yeah, but spinning back fist for the win. Um, Eddie Kingston piling on some victories. Good stuff. I like Eddie Kingston's promos. I just want to see more out of his uh, in the ring game. So move on. Let's let's go next, with this next match. We have uh, legit Layla Hurst versus uh, Brooke Havoc from the Nightmare Factory, and uh, Cody Rose came out for like two seconds. I'm like, why is Cody even here? Like, okay, now you guys, I guess somebody's chiming in and telling you guys we've been bitching for the past year that the Nightmare Family's not doing much. You you're trying to do the Dark Order thing now? Okay, it's not gonna work. Okay, it is not because it comes off disingenuous when we know Cody could care less to be out there. Like, um, I mean, he, he was literally there for like two seconds. He was like, oh, I'm gone. So Layla Hirsch, noticeably new music, new theme. So looks like they put in some the AAW money and some backing behind her. So hopefully you see some big things from her. Um, you said that the other girl, Havoc, ended up getting injured in this yeah, match? She tore her ACL. So I didn't get to see the point in the match where that happened. I couldn't pinpoint it. Um, that was the one where the after she had Leela Hurst stuck in the ropes and uh, whipped her to the other corner, she actually she actually uh, landed wrong when she uh, stepped down and she was still able to finish the match. She was actually also did a Casadoro sunset flip too, uh, despite the fact that her leg was injured. Not bad, not bad. So, but uh, Layla Hurst gets the win with the cross arm maker. So, you know, nothing but big things for Layla Hurst. I love Layla Hurst. She's, I mean, I haven't been bored yet. Put it like that. I haven't been bored yet. Uh, very strong woman, athletic, and good, you know, Japanese wrestling background as well. So, can't hate on that. I just want to see her kind of elevate through the ranks and make it to Dynamite more often. I know she was on, I think, last week, but. Uh, it's for the tournament, right? But I want to see her on a more consistent basis. I think she could bring a lot of the other women up. She probably doesn't have much mic skills and character work so far. Um, well, we haven't even gotten a chance to see it. But I want to see more from Layla. I like her a lot. 
So uh, next we have uh, Jurassic Express with uh, Marco Stunt. Uh, and they're facing uh, Angel Fashion and BSK. Um, not really much to say about this match. Uh, Except the fact that Jurassic Express looked really good. And they're taking these dark matches to pretty much test new finishers. Last week was that, um, what was it? It was like a, a rolling powerbomb or something. like. It was the belly to back suplex. Belly back, yeah, belly to back suplex into like a rolling to the, to the sunset bomb, bomb or something like that. Sunset bomb, yeah. Crazy. Um, you know, Dark Order's been taking a few notes from them too. I guess they're going back and forth on who could get the better finisher of the week. But Jurassic Express definitely been testing the game out and stepping it up in the ring. I definitely want to see Jungle Boy elevate a little bit more too. I like the fact that he's breaking out of that jungle gimmick, you know? Yeah, so uh Jurassic Express gets the win here. There's no surprise with that. Next, we have our sixth match, which is uh, the head trainer of the Nightmare Factory, uh, QT Marcel, and he's coming out with uh, his student, uh, newly Nightmare Family, Nick Camarado, and uh, they're facing uh, JJ Garrett, which is a brand new uh, wrestler. From I don't family. care. I don't care. And you know why I don't care? Because QT Marshall, you are ducking Fuego, all right? You don't want the Tornado DDT. You're ducking it. And until you meet Fuego on Dark or on Dynamite, which is not going to happen. Fuego's a, you know, a stand-in in the crowd on Dynamite. But until I see you face Fuego, no respect for QT over here. What about, what about on... Uh... What about, uh, what do you think about J.J. Garrett, though? I was so distracted that he wasn't Fuego. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah uh, J.J. Garrett, it was a pretty good match, but I felt like it was just meant to put over QT. So um, in that regard, he did his job. He did pretty well. Um, I, I will have to see more from him to really give a further statement on him. Yeah, I thought this match was pretty good. I like when he did that... Uh, Twisting Senton Splash and also that uh that turnbuckle sent a flipping senton that he did as well. Like it was kind of like a Vader Bomb type of flipping senton. I think that was pretty good. But uh QC Marshall gets the win with the diamond cutter. So Which I will give him credit for. That shit looks smooth, brother. Yeah. Compared comparatively to like DDP, it, it looked it looked really good. It looked like DDP was like, here, it's mine. You can do it exactly how I do it. Yep. So next we have uh, Platinum Max Caster with... Uh, with Anthony, the bars. With the bars and Anthony <laughs> Bowens versus uh, Marco Stunt. So uh, Yo. Max Caster comes out saying that... Uh, uh, Marco Stunt looks like Jungle Boy was stuck in the dryer. <laughs> yeah, he killed that, he that like was grade A smoke fest. And that he looked like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. <laughs> and, um, Yo, you know, that gimmick, uh, some people might not be on it because it's like the John Cena thing from back in the days, but this guy is so fucking entertaining with it, though. Like, you could tell it's like, cheesy suburban rap 
kind of. But the man really do got like stingers and like I mean, he, bars. His, his flow is pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, so. maybe we need another beat to test that, but not yo. No, he I mean, sh- I mean, he, he won the match videos. just off the strength for the of the freestyle before the match. I mean, he's been dropping <laughs> drop his music videos as well, so he's been yeah, no, that, that's so that's been good too. Good. Um, as far as the match goes, he it was pretty good. He was. It wasn't like a complete domination. Marco really did get some stuff in, which to me is always surprising because I'm so distracted by how small Marco is in comparison. Like, I think we spent like three, four minutes like contemplating his his height compared to like us, you know, at home and stuff. Like these guys, like you, you, you think Marco is super short, but he's like an average height in reality. And all these other guys are fucking titans. Yeah, they're tall as fuck. So, you know, as far as the match goes, it was great. Um, Caster, Caster was hilarious. Caster hits the mic drop for the victory. Um, I don't know how I feel about that still as a finisher, but I won't nitpick it as much. After the window, the kissing of the hand, why is he doing that, you weirdo? And, but what, what made me laugh was after he pinned him, he kind of like, with like zero effort to move his legs off him, just completely like drags himself, his whole body across Marco like he wasn't shit. <laughs> Yo, the, the dude is hilarious. He, he's the, if if the purpose is to get under people's skin, I can see how it's worked for other people, but this man makes me laugh every time. He's yeah. great. <laughs> so next we have uh, a tag team match. We have uh, three and four. Alex Reynolds and John Silver of the Dark Order, and they're facing Louis Valley and Chris Peeps. And it seems like Louis Valley and Chris Peeps is a um, some sort of tag team, as you know they came with matching trunks and everything. Uh, but you know they're facing the Dark Order, so of course they're not going to get the win. And you know Alex Reynolds and John Silver just basically. Uh, beat them up and uh, get the win here with the Dark Destroyer. That move that they tested last week or whatever it was. Yeah. It's like a Canadian Destroyer DDT tag team move. It, it's Man, I want to see these guys go for the titles already. I want to see them guys carry some tag team belts. Well, with this uh, win, they actually tied their win-loss record of their overall. So, who knows what will happen. Hopefully, they'll start to get on the ranking system so they can actually get on the title shot, you know, and so that the Bucks can stop hogging all the spotlight and everything. Tell me about it. So next we have our next match, which is the super bad Kip Sabian with Perlenthi Ford, no Miro, and he's first seen uh, Fuego Del Show. So uh, Kick Saban comes in, uh, you know, basically dominates the whole match. Uh, Fuego almost gets the Tornado DDT, but uh, he didn't get it. Pole Fuego. Uh, uh, Saban does the Deathy Hollows for the win. Um, what, what else can you say? Which is like the drill claw, except without that pile driver movement. Yeah. Um, the match was actually pretty good. Like... Fuego consistently gives us good matches. And for a guy who's like really small, 
um you know he's the the butt of people's jokes on almost every vlog and thing he's on but i'm behind fuego i want to see him actually get a contract in AEW. eventually you know get that match with qt qt you ducking bro you ducking i need to see that match but overall this match pretty good i knew going in just off the train for fuego that kip saving was gonna carry gonna win so and he he was Honestly, I, he was the best part of that match to me. <laughs> so next we have another tag team match. We have the uh, Hollywood, I mean, Varsity Blondes, uh, Flying Brian Pelvin, and Stunning Griff Garrison versus Captain Sean Dean, who is currently 0-30, and 30, which is the worst AEW win record. Damn, who's 0-30? Captain Sean Dean. God damn. And uh, he has his uh, new tag team partner, Charlie Bravo, and uh, they look really good together. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, they'll start focusing on them. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, you know, Captain Shandine gets his first victory. <laughs> My man, I ought to quit. <laughs> How you got worse than Cutler and, and, and Peter? <laughs> Jesus. That's crazy. Zero and thirty, so I, I like this match a lot. You know, this was basically to to build up the Varsity Blondes as they're gonna face um, Ricky Starks and uh, Brian Cage tomorrow on a. This this wasn't no no squash match either. This was probably the the match of the night, arguably. Yeah. They 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 showcased both tag teams, even though we knew the other guys were you know the jobbers of the situation, but. Both tag teams did look good. I probably wouldn't mind seeing the other tag team together again, and you know, hopefully they build something up. But you know, did yeah, what it was supposed to do. Yeah, I, I enjoyed both, this one. They're both former um, army. Um, they both serve, so you know. It's yeah, they look like them. they yeah, look like um, if GI Bro had offspring. Yeah. So you know, I hope that you know they start to you know get a victory soon. And uh, who knows, maybe they'll be the next acclaim where, you know, two unknown guys just can get put together and, you know, make a make great tag team magic. So next we have uh, Ryan Namath, the Hollywood hunk versus uh, Mr. B. Wait, oh, wait, I'm sorry, I can't say that. Uh, Aaron Solo, because <laughs> he's solo now. He's really solo now. He's really solo now. <laughs> He's really solo now. Um, Aaron Solo versus Dolph Ziggler. I mean, Ryan Nameth. This guy is more Dolph Ziggler than Z- Dolph Ziggler is currently. I when I look at him, I I see 2006, you know, early debut Dolph Ziggler. Um, I just can't. I just can't I, see past I, I, it. I feel like this is real estate, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I think this is the better version of Dolph Ziggler. I, I, yeah, I think I think I think the Dolph Ziggler is like the the Southern California uh, Dolph Ziggler, and then this one is like the real estate Dolph Ziggler. Like, well, like you know, last week we had the alternate universe Rey Mysterio on Dark Mysterioso, and you know, with him he brings a lot of time changing elements. So. I believe that's what's happening here. <laughs> you know, this is an alternate universe situation happening. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, um, 
basically <laughs> the I Mysterioso think, got you. Yeah, that's <laughs> you got you got the Mandela effect. Going M- on Mysterioso like, like, Steiner and, and, and right, like, yo. Yeah, so this is this is like and the next if, show, if Dolph Ziggler's concussion um when he won the world championship it knocked him into AEW, this is what it'd be like. It, it, it's like it's like you know, people say that Kevin Steen and Kevin Owens are the same person, right? And you know, it's kind of like they're not though. <laughs> they're not the same person, you know, like come on. Nah, the, his brother's playing Kevin Steen went to, went, went to the orphanage. 06, 07. I got I to gotta fact check myself on that because he could have been doing the Spirit Squad thing at that point. But early Dolph Ziggler, when we actually enjoyed him. Yeah. So anyways, um, Dolph, I mean, uh, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, right? Ryan. Ryan Ziggler, I mean, fucking Ryan, Ryan Namath. Ryan Namath. What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> Kicks up the uh, victory with some kind of neckbreaker. Um, it was kind of weird, weird looking to me. I'm not sure how I like it. But he was showing the fuck off in this match, man. But um, um no pun intended on the Dolph Ziggler thing. I didn't even yeah, but after, that. after the match, uh, PPA, Pretty Peter Avalon, and uh, Cesar Bononi show up, and they all start beating the fuck out of Mister. I mean, uh, Mister Solo. His, you know, <laughs> not nah, solo. He's, he's, um, it looks like Peter Avalon's trying to have a pretty stable. With the Hollywood hunk, uh, Ryan Namath, and and what what did you mention the big guy's name was? Uh, Cesar Manoni. Cesar Manoni. So Cesar I haven't, I haven't actually seen him in action. He was he was actually a former NXT uh, person. Oh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, good match overall. Like I said, Ryan Namath was showing off a lot. He was doing um, you know, ironically, his brother used to do it too. That kind of like. He was, um, but I think Dolph used to do it in the sleeper hold that he would do the handstand sleeper hold off the ground. Ryan does this handstand with the arm bar. So, you know, a lot of allusions to his brother and stuff. I'm pretty sure they've trained together on numerous occasions. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Jokes aside, Ryan, you know, is his own person, really great wrestler, young kid. So I look forward a lot. Of course, I'm gonna be that asshole. And I'm a joke about Dolph Ziggler. So, yeah. yeah. Ultimate Universe Dolph Ziggler, where he continued the gimmick. So next we have a uh, women's tag team match. We have the women's tag team champions, uh, Las Agarias, uh <laughs> I just peep. You just said the women's tag team champions. And you mean the, the women's league. gold medalists? The women's tag team. The the, the the female Kurt Angles the, of AEW. The, the women's tag team partners. Participation award, yeah, participation medals. Oh man, I can't believe those were technically the tag team championships. Horrible, the knockout tag team championships. Listen, yeah, if if anything is gonna happen from that impact, shit, let's let's take those impact knockout tag team championships away from them and, and uh remodel them in AW's image. And see, they're facing uh, Miranda Alize and uh Renee Michelle. Now Miranda Alize, they used to she used to be in a stable with Diamante and Eva Lee's, um, which you know it shows the, a lot of story that's been going on during Dark a couple of weeks ago when uh, Alize had her first match. They was looking at the TV and got disappointed when uh, 
she lost to whoever it is that she lost to. And then uh, we have Renee Michelle, who is... Uh, yeah, she, Renee know, she, Michelle debuted last week. So she's... So I'm glad they're using her so um, consistently. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was a pretty good match. Um, they got very personal with uh, um, Miranda Alizé, you know, saying that they're not... They're not as, she's not as good as they are and that she was dead weight and everything. So, you know, at the end when... Um, they pick up the win. They actually beat beat her up even more, and, and you know. Yeah, and it's I think it's long overdue. I feel like I I haven't seen Ivelisse and Diamante in a minute, so I'm glad to see them back. Um, let's hope we see them on Dynamite. Like that needs to happen. Hopefully soon when they can defend their uh. Stop! They're not tag team belts. They're not championships. Yeah. They are participation medals. The participation medals to see if they could defend those. It's sad, and even Lisa's holding it up like. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. This is mine. Oh, God. All right, move on. Let's go. So next we have another tag team match. We have Top Flight versus Tony Vega and Steven Stetson. And uh, I didn't this like wasn't this the main event, was it? No. I didn't like this match at all. Um, I thought it was very sloppy, uh, both of them. I think I think it was long too, kind of drawn out. Yeah, it was very drawn out. And you know, it basically exposed both of these tag teams. And you know, the the, the second tag team isn't even it was their first appearance on uh AEW. So, you know, it goes to show you they need to have like a rule if you're gonna debut new talent, at least have a veteran talent to support them in the first match. Because this was uh, nothing but garbage, guys. Nothing but garbage, gang. I, I, I don't think none of the spots went off right. And uh, they was pretty sloppy, both of them, on everything. Um, you know, what can I say? It's top flight. They're still young. And, yeah, they were like 19 and, and I think their, their 21 was just as uh, young as them. Um, this probably should have been a match for Dark. This probably should have been a match for... Um, I don't know, outlawmuscle.com. <laughs> outlawmuscle.com. No, nah, it should have just been an early match. It shouldn't have been this high on the card. You can, you know, put put the new talent, and, you know, especially if you're not going to have the veterans kind of guide them through their first match on TV, because even though they're, you know, accustomed to the indie scene and God knows where they came from, and their experience, but you should always go in there to protect them. And if you're not going to protect them, don't put them this high in the card where we just went through a whole shit ton of matches to get to this one. And you're trying to keep our interest for another couple matches to get to the main event. So I just think it was bad positioning. It wasn't so much um, that the, the match should have happened on dark. This is the place for it, but it's just too high on the card. <laughs> uh, so next we have uh eight man tag match. We have um the New Jersey Express, Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss with uh Bear Country and their facey Madu. Uh, Was this Aaron the main Fry, event? No, uh, Daniel. Joseph, it should have been because this shit took Jose forever. Shapiro. So, oh God, this, this match took forever. This was another, um, this was another, um, 
eight-man tag match that they put uh, Sonny Place, Joey Janela, and Barry Country together. And, you know, it seems like they, they it works probably because they're getting booked correctly and they're not, and they're facing a whole bunch of rag tag teams, you know. I need to see Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss separated. I need to see Sonny Kiss have his own time to shine and become his own person. I feel like they're hindering each other. They're not going anywhere. Like, what the fuck have they been doing the past two years in AEW? Nothing. Nothing. Either of them. Sonny Kiss is supposed to be someone who's a spokesman for the LGBTQ community. He was someone AEW was heavily focusing on to promote inclusivity, to promote that um, inclusion of that community. So why the fuck is he on dark? And why the fuck he isn't doing it? And it, I don't want to hear that he's green because the guy's athletic. He's, you know, however he um, sees himself, whatever, you know, pronoun he, he takes, he's amazing in the ring. So, you know, of course he has to work on the, the probably the promos and the character aspect, but pairing him with Joey Janela isn't helping. And Joey Janela, bro, hasn't been doing shit in no. AEW. They pin dropped him in a match with Darby for no reason. And then before that, ha- hasn't done anything in a long time. So I need them either, if you're not going to do something together, separate them, let them do, do something separate. Put Joey in a whole bunch of hardcore matches or something. Put him in the Exploding Bob Wire match. So cringe. So cringe. So, but, but anyways, we have a bear country and, you know, they come out looking strong as ever. You know, it's good to see that we have a, a legit strong tag team like them. Uh, kind of like, um, how do you say, um... Otis and the Tucker Williams, what was it? Heavy Machinery. Heavy Machinery. Right. Kind of like that, but uh, a little bit different. So, you know, Joey Janela, Sunny Kiss, and Bear Country get the win. And uh, let's get into the next match, which we have PPA, Pretty Peter Avalon with Cesar Benone versus uh, Ryzen and uh, AJ's favorite. Um, yeah, skim through this match. AJ's favorite um, dark competitor, Baron Black. And that's probably why I skimmed through this match. I didn't watch. I didn't really watch. I didn't really care to watch this match. So it was pretty good, you know. You have PPA and Sager Bononi, which is obviously the ones who they're trying to put the spotlight on. Um, you know, it is Peter's gimmick. You know, it's funny, but you know, it really hinders on his performance in the ring on what he can and can't do because you know it's like he doesn't want to get hit in the face and you know it, it makes like he's a good heel but it's like you could also wrestle too so he's like can you put a little bit more wrestling ability because you know you're already getting paired with Cesar Bononi and he's already like green as hell that is not like you gotta you gotta do put but at least put in a little bit more work to put your tag team over because you know you got to understand that even though he's a big guy you know he's still green so you know it's not a good mess as a tag team yet but you know they still end up with the win and you know peter avalon and cesar bononi you know they're just trying to 
come out and uh you know who knows maybe yeah well i should have probably not skimmed just to get a good idea of who uh what says Manoni breaks the table so i'm sad i actually did skim through that but i'm just i don't want to see a baron black uh match he sucks I'm sorry. I just don't. I, I don't gravitate to him, the whole gimmick, everything. Even though he's trying to change it little by little, um, which I actually do applaud. But take take it takes it out of out of me even wanting to watch it. And as far as pretty Peter Avalon, the 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 comedy is there. It's okay. But these guys, I know they're not going anywhere. And it's like I just seen you go through a whole year build with Brandon Cutler. And you're right back into a joke gimmick that's like I really don't see you getting any success with. It, as a dark, you know, thing, okay. But will I ever come to believe that P- Pretty Peter is gonna have a TNC championship? I believe. Him. I don't. He's a, he's gonna be the face of TNC. Ugh. A pretty face. <laughs> you look like Peter when you did that. Yeah, because I had to poke my nose out when I did so, that. Next, we have uh women's match. We have uh, the former queen of crazy, Kylan King versus Tessa Price. And this was a pretty good match. They've been trying to build up uh, Kylan King for a little while now. Um, and, you know, she's... I, I, I like Kylie King, you know, she's she's definitely has a future in AEW, you know, especially with some of the other female wrestlers not putting in so much work and everything. But she, it seems like Kylie King definitely can work and everything, which is why she's starting to pick up wins over the various other uh, dark, comp- female, dark competitors. And, you know, I really like her finisher, which is basically like, she lifts them up and then slams them on their face, which is uh, the Kingdom Falls. Um, and, you know, she picks up the win here. So, what do you think? Um, this is probably, what, like the second or third time I've seen Kaylin personally. Um, I don't have really anything negative to say about the, about her in, in general. I think she's pretty dope. I just need to see more. I, I need to see, like, I, I'm tired of seeing, like, the the faces on dark that we've already seen a couple of times. I want to mix with new people who are also green. Like I said, I need to see more veterans mixed in on dark and I need to see, you know, particularly with the women, I need to see more mixing of some veterans with, with these new people coming in. Cause it's hard to believe in both of them or, or put stake in this match when it's like Kaylin King has barely got a footing herself, you know? So I, I don't know. I won't knock the match. It was really good. I just want to see more from the women's division in general. I feel like I don't want to see Kaylin with a newcomer. I want to see Kaylin finally with someone with like Ivelisse, I mean, Diamante. I mean, they, they, they did have her uh, have a match on uh, Dynamite a couple of weeks ago. I think it was like a losing effort against, I think, like Sheeta. Um, no, Sheeta hasn't been on in. No, Probably like three weeks was, now, was, four weeks. Somebody, she was facing somebody, um, but she lost. But you know, I think Tessa should have probably got got the win over this one because you know it, it's probably good to build up two different females right now. And you know, Tessa Price is always there, but you know, you got Kylie King always picking up the pinfalls, 
advertised is that to maybe get like a little bit of 50 50 50 with this one mm -hmm. so they could try try to elevate uh you know elevate elevate yeah. both of them yeah so next we got the main match main event of the night we have uh thought like a couple of them were trying to be the main event there was at least four matches that went good 15 20 minutes yeah so we got the veterans uh scu christopher daniels and frankie Krasarian. And they're facing the Seidel brothers, Matt and uh, Mike. So we got a triple and, threat uh, tag also, team match. Yep. And also the hybrid two at, at Helico and um, Jack Evans. And this is, I, I have to take this is definitely the best, best match of the night. Yeah. Um, being the main event and the combination they were, definitely, it definitely took the spot of the main event um, of the match of the night for me. Um, this is for me finally the highlight for me was hybrid two yeah you're finally getting showcased more you're finally getting mixed in with other tag teams did i like who won no but storyline wise it makes sense um scu pulled off the win and their storyline going on was kaz made a deal with christopher daniels that the next time they lose that was it so keeping them winning on dark makes a lot of sense so going into this, I kind of figured SCU was going to win, but honestly, it could have went either way. I like all three tag teams. Um, yeah, I, I I can't give give it better praise. Honestly, this really was the match of the night. Yeah, I agree. Um, like I said, you, you have the veterans SCU, which are great no matter what. Um, high flying technical ability, twenty plus years, forty combined. Um, then you have the hybrid two, uh, at Helico, you know, is, which is a Mexican uh, submission artist, and you have Jack Evans, who is also amazing. And then you also have the Cybell brothers, who are, you know, it's basically like a whole bunch of different styles that mixed. And, and, so and that was the biggest part of this match, even though it was a tag team match and they could have went like the, the tornado route being as though it was three teams at once, they actually was doing the tag in thing. So we were seeing a lot of good one-on-one -on -one matchups within this match. So um, we got a you know good time with Christopher Daniels versus and, and Helico and Jack Evans and Kazarian got his time in. We had the Sadell brothers mix it in with a couple of them. So we kind of got a bunch of little mini matches within this match, and then with the tag team element, yeah, it was, it was definitely good. I, I, if I give this one a number, I would rate it probably a good eight. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, that's uh, the end. Oh, wait. Christopher Daniels and uh, Frank Kazarian pick up the win after Kaz hits uh, reverse DDT. Um, and, yeah, SEU stays together for the win. Everybody goes home happy. Yep, so and that was our episode of Dark. I Obviously, this is our favorite match, um, but you can watch the other ones on YouTube. Uh, like I said, go watch the legitly rehearsed match. I would say go watch um, the Jurassic Express match, mm -hmm. the Dark Order match. Anyone? Yeah, that you want to my my. Well, you pretty much just said my top three. Um, in no in no particular order, I'd, I'd put um, the SCU main event, Dark Order and uh jurassic express those two matches honestly same match <laughs> like same they've been given the same type of match um you know something new to look forward to 
a lot of good tag team action. They those two teams gel like a motherfucker. Yeah. So um, any of the three of those matches could have easily taken the match of the night for me. Uh, but also, there was just too uh, much combination going on in the main also event. Also, Eddie Kingston and JD Drake was pretty good. <laughs> and uh, Max Caster mm. versus Mark. Stewart. I'm not really. I like I like of style when it comes to the Eddie Kingston and um that that match he had. I like brawler style if it's against an opposing style. Two brawlers for me is like, okay, how much slugfest are we going to get into? When is somebody going to do an actual move? So, you know, it, it could it could be hit or miss. For me, it was it was more hit on this one than miss, but I'm not I'm not usually a fan of, of two brawlers mixing it up because for me, then it's just boxing with a little bit of street element. Yep. So that being said, yeah. So we can do this all, all day. day, right? Um, where can they find you, Focus? So you can find me at Tenshi underscore Muyo on Instagram. Send all your hate mail to e a on Instagram and on Twitter and all yeah. that stuff. EA's on finals on. week, so let's bombard his emails. Yeah, um, sure for when he comes back, he gets super. No, no, not that he gets distracted, but that he gets so bombarded with emails. Distracted. And hate messages that you know he won't take a day off. <laughs> then uh, on top of that, let's also make sure that you um, share our videos to everybody and them. Uh, yeah, so let's let's tell them where we can find them, and pretty much you can find us collectively at Kayfabe Avenue on Instagram, on Twitter, on uh, the Facebook group. Join the conversation, like, share, and subscribe on our YouTube channel at Kayfabe Avenue, and uh, support us. So speaking of subscribing, click on that support link on Anchor uh, Podcast, on Apple and Spotify, on all major streaming podcast uh, platforms at Kayfabe Avenue. So keep the lights on. Keep this Kayfabe Avenue train moving. And with that being said, this has been Kayfabe Avenue. That was Kayfabe Focus. I am Kayfabe AJ. This was the dark wrap up. Kenny, take us home. Bye. Mwah. <laughs> and good night. <laughs> <laughs>